Hello and welcome to Markets Extra, the podcast where we discuss what's moving markets and what makes traders tick. My name is Han Tan, market analyst at FXTM. So this episode comes with just two weeks left in 2020, a year that has certainly changed life as we once knew it. We saw markets going into uncharted territory and it's uh, one of those years that we will not be forgetting anytime soon. So for the final Markets Extra episode of 2020, I figure it's only apt that we revisit the year that was. And this walk down memory lane in the markets would not be complete without the man who has been with me every step of the way, <laughs> FXTM's senior research analyst, Lukman Otunuga. Lukman, tell me how you're feeling now that 2020 is drawing to a close. I don't know if I can uh, describe this in one word. The word that comes to mind is exhausted. I am just tired. <laughs> like um, 2020 will be a year to remember for me personally and for the markets. Uh, so much has gone on since the start of the year. I think the, the twists and turns, the, uh, the appearance of the COVID-19 menace, working from home, you know, juggling all of these things together has just left me really, really tired. I think I've actually aged a few years in 2020. That's how bad it is. I think the same can be said for many of us. We are crammed in many years into this these past 12 months, I think we can say that. And speaking of, I want to bring us back to about 12 months ago, because Lukman, I'm sure you remember this. This time last year, you and I were on this sunny balcony of this beautiful place we were renting in Cyprus, and we were formulating our 2020 outlooks, right? And we were busy talking about the US-China trade war and expecting a deal going into January of this year. We were still talking about Brexit. Everything but the pandemic. You know what? I'm pretty sure we did not use that word. I don't think I ever knew what a coronavirus was <laughs> this time last year. I mean, obviously, many of our expectations going into this year were just blown out of the water it caught everybody by surprise i i remember that day like yesterday we were talking about how u.s china trade optimism more brexit stock markets uh you know push it okay stock markets did hit record highs but for a different reason you know the dollar being the king of the currency markets there was no word about covid19 and you know a few months after i think me and you have actually said covid19 in our reports Thousands yeah. of times. Uh, man, if we got a penny for every time we use the word <laughs> pandemic in our daily market reports, I think we'll be rich, super rich by now. Uh, but alas, you know, that is not the case, right? Now, I don't know if you remember this as well, you know, just to talk about our misaligned expectations. Or, well, clearly we were blindsided by this pandemic. Uh, just to kind of illustrate how much of a gap there was between our expectations versus the reality that we endured this year. So I don't know if you remember this, Lukman, but sometime around February, right, as the COVID-19 cases were, I mean, they're definitely evident in China and in some pockets in Italy. I mean, I initially thought, well, this will be over in a few months. And I remember having this discussion with you saying that, hey, once things settle down in Italy, mm. I'll be on the first plane there so I can take advantage of those rock bottom hotel prices. And I thought I could uh, be on that flight in late summer. 
boy, was I wrong. <laughs> boy, were you wrong. But I think, um, to be fair, everybody was wrong. I think nobody really expected, you know, the coronavirus menace to really spread its tentacles across the world and so quickly. Heck, I, I was even planning to go to Barcelona um, in summertime. But I think this is one of the years where I'm not going to go holiday without my family. I don't even know about 2021. All right, look, man. So before we get into the markets and the kinds of lessons that it threw up this year, right? Um, obviously, from a personal standpoint, I'm sure there are many life lessons that you may have garnered along the way. You're a family man. I know that's very important for you. So I bet that extra time spent with your family due to those lockdown measures. How would you encapsulate that work from home experience, buddy? I'm certainly, and before I start, I'm coming from a place of privilege. You know, I'm really, really grateful. You know, this has been a year of hurt for a lot of people. And I'm just, you know, grateful that my friends and family have been able to make it through this year. Uh, working from home for me has been a double-edged sword. Um, I'll start with the pros. It's allowed me to really connect with my family. You know, I've got two kids and a wife, you know. It's really allowed me to spend that personal time with them. You know, time I probably wouldn't have been able to spend to them if I was going to the office. But um, but you're raring <laughs> to go back to the office, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, but I'm actually looking forward to going back to the office. So, you know, working from home with two under twos and a wife, you know, especially when you're working, you've got key deadlines or you're trying to, you're trying to you know, produce a top quality report or you're getting ready for a broadcast interview and the kids are in the sitting room and you're trying to get them out of the sitting room, but the interview's in five minutes and uh, it's, it's really, really challenging. <laughs> And this is one of the challenges I was facing in the first few months. You know, it was uh, quite chaos, but, you know, time time is the best when it comes to learning things. And, you know, working from home for the past nine months has allowed me to be more patient, to be more organized. And, you know, we're able still we're able to find a middle ground when it comes to my media interviews and working, working on those reports. Yeah. I have been a part of many a Zoom call. Actually, we've done calls on Zoom, on Skype, on Microsoft Teams. We have even done WhatsApp video calls, I believe, right? And I've <laughs> certainly gotten fresh insights uh, about your home life there. And I must say, I tip my hat to you, buddy. I really don't know how you guys do it. So for all of you listening out there who uh, you had to juggle your work and family commitments while enduring this lockdown, seriously, I, I got to applaud it. Um, you know, you guys, you, you guys did a great job going through this year. I guess uh, I'm spoiled that way uh, because it's just me and my little place and I don't have uh, family commitments. So I must say I quite enjoy working from home. I really, really do. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, no office, no problems for me. But I bet Lukman is singing a different tune. He cannot wait <laughs> to get out of the house. <laughs> oh, tell, tell me about it. Let, let, let's see, you know, um, with the vaccine um, being uh, released in the UK, and you know, there's a lot of optimism over, you know, some sort of normality returning. Who knows? Probably I'll be back in the office uh, before the end of Q1. Let's see. Indeed. <laughs> Let's bring this conversation back to the markets then, because obviously we saw a year that, uh, where different asset classes went into uncharted territory. It reached unprecedented levels. So talking about the biggest surprise that you saw from monitoring the markets day in, day out. Yeah, certainly. I think um, I remember back in February when we're still in the office and there were 
reports about global stocks having their worst week since the 2008 financial crisis. And I just felt really dazed. I was like, oh my God, like, okay, is this really, really happening? And true, stock markets tumbled. They tumbled so badly all the way to mid-Feb. But then all of a sudden, like a phoenix rising from the ashes, global equity bulls made a return and just propelled stock markets back to post uh, pre-COVID levels and back to record highs. I think this has been the biggest surprise for me in 2020 because I'll be honest, I was one of the analysts that were heavily bearish in equity markets that were screaming gloom and doom that, you know, S&P 500 is going to conclude 2020, heavily negative and look at where we are today. Indeed. And since we are doing our confessions here, I guess I'll jump on that bandwagon as well. I recall us doing a webinar and this was even in April or May. And one of the attendees actually asked, well, have stock markets bottomed out? Right. And this is when... They had seen that bottom in March. It started climbing. And then I was posed a question around April or May. And I was pretty confident. I guess I was like you. And to be fair, like many others on Wall Street who were saying, nah, this is not the bottom. It's going to at least paint this W trajectory whereby, yeah, we're seeing this slight recovery now. But fundamentals dictate that it has to come back down, right? That's what we thought back then. But the markets have proven us wrong. Right, It just continued on this trajectory. Like, If you were to tell me back in the depths of March that this year, within the same calendar year, stock markets will be posting new record highs, I'd have probably laughed you off. But I'm the one who has to eat humble pie now and say, yeah, you know, those bulls were obviously proven right. They were duly rewarded for sticking it out. And I think that was one of the biggest lessons for me this year out of the markets. It's a tremendous power that retail traders exhibited this year, right? So they were able to ignore the uh, fundamentals. They were able to ignore the so-called smart money and just did their own thing. And looks like they were proven right. Actually, you have to say that it is sustainable now. Looking into 2021, it seems to be a very conducive year for more gains in stock markets, right? But, you know, they obviously schooled the analysts, you know, all the so-called smart money and the funds back in March, April, May, right? And I was one of them who had to eat humble pie. So I'll say that on record. And um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, certainly one of the biggest surprises and biggest lessons uh, that I have. It's a democratic nature of the markets, right? Whereby retail traders, regular folks, were just able to have their say and stamp their mark on stocks. And uh, good for them. I must say good for them. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. And I think that that's a massive lesson indeed. And going back to what you were saying, like, I think with me, when I really waved the white flag was even when equity markets were pushing higher, I, I remember us having this conversation. I was like, Han, this is unsustainable. You know, equity bulls are on steroids. They're on a sugar rush because of all the, you know, monetary policy easing. But now we've got a case where now this we've got the vaccine optimism that's really supporting the move higher in stock markets. So I've got my white flag here. You know, equity bulls have won in 2020. How much humble pie did you have to eat, buddy? Oh, oh, man. And I've, I've put on so much weight, you know, that, that's, that, that, <laughs> that's that, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's how much I'm, I've put on so much weight, you know, and, and I think that's one of the greatest lessons I've learned, you know, I've continually learned from, from the markets in 2020, you know, 
as a research, as an analyst or as a trader or participant of the market, you need to respect the unpredictable nature and the volatility in the markets. You know, that, I think once you respect that, once all these, you know, crazy moves happen, you're, you're more, you know, you're more in line and ready for it. That's the biggest thing for me. Just respect the markets. Respect that the markets are going to be unpredictable. The markets are going to be volatile. And you may think something, but the market does what the market wants to, wants to do. Well said, Lukman. And that's a very important lesson to carry with us into 2021. Respect the markets, we shall. And we'll be with you throughout your journey in the global financial markets. And you can follow our daily market analysis on fxtm.com. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast available on all of your favorite podcast platforms. In our next episode, we'll be sharing with you our outlook for the year ahead. And hopefully there won't be too many surprises next year so until then signing up for markets extra for 2020 i'm han tan for fxtm <laughs>